Welcome to RSN's Race Day. Ready? Gates crash back in racing. For the first hour, it's the first word. Here's Gareth Hall. Yes, this is RSN's uh, Saturday Race Day. On this Saturday, of course, the 6th of August. Good morning to you listening on your local RSN 927 dial throughout Victoria. And hello to you wherever you may be listening on the RSN 927 app. Our sister channels right across the country and also on our website at rsn.net.au. Well, we're back at Flemington for this Saturday's meeting. Of course, it's the first Metropolitan um, Saturday meeting of the season. Of course, the highlight there is the Ori Star, a 1,200-metre Group 3 open handicap, and this is the first group race of the new racing season as well. So really looking forward to that up there in Sydney. It's the Group 2 Missile Stakes, the feature there at Ramwick. We're also racing at Doombin, Murray Bridge, Belmont around the country. Harness Racing returns, of course, to Melton. And the, the dogs will be racing at the Meadows tonight on a Saturday. Um, as always, it's a big show. We've got a big first word coming up. Stephen O'Day, Dave Eustace, Trent Bussenden, Lindsay Smith, Dom Sutton, Philip Stokes, Brent Stanley, Julia Sandu, Mike Maroney, Levi Kavanagh will also catch up with Cindy Alderson, Nick Ryan and Peter Snowden to kick off for RSN Saturday Race Day. And then Dino is back. Great to have Dean Lester. He was back for the majority of the show there last week. But Dino will be leading the team for the Melbourne Form Panel just after 8 o'clock along with Warren Huntley, Mark Hunter and also Nicole Thomas from the Tab will be joining us. And then just after 9 o'clock, it's a big interstate hour kicking off, of course, with that Ramwick preview and uh, then Bart Sinclair will join me for the Doombin preview. Nadia Horn for Morpherville. Peter Anthonis at Belmont. Harry White to preview the other Victorian meeting at Moe today. And we'll also take a look at Melton, as we mentioned, along with uh, the Meadows and Georgie Ferrugia will help us back all of the, the winners uh, with the, that Greyhound meeting tonight. But at 7.06, let's get started for our Saturday night. RSM's Race Day and the First Word with Gareth Hall. Let's head straight out to Flemington to catch up with Liam O'Keefe. Good morning to you, Liam. Morning, Gareth. How much rain did you have overnight? We had 5 mil last night. Um, so, yeah, touch more than what was forecast. But, um, yeah, we've dropped back from a soft 5 to a soft 6. So are we expecting rain today? Later on, they are forecasting some showers. Um, I don't think it's going to be as much as last night, but, um, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. There is some showers forecasting in the afternoon. Okay, do you think we'll stay at this range if the rain doesn't come anyway at the soft six? Yeah, I do. There's plenty of moisture on top of the surface, and there's, and there's a fair bit of wear and tear just from, from our winter racing program. This is our eighth meeting for the winter, so, um, yeah, there's track showing some signs of wear and tear, and we certainly uh, good to have a break after today. Yeah, it sounds like that she's oh, she's played beautifully throughout the the winter, um, but listening to you over the last couple of um, times we've had racing at Flemington, um, she does need that break, I would imagine. Yeah, it does. It just takes its toll eventually from racing in, in um, conditions that are rain-affected, and, and then you don't get any recovery. Um, across the winter, so once you use that ground, you, you, you can't really go back there too often because it'll just be sandfield. So, um, yeah, looking forward to having a break after today and rejuvenate the track and give it a little renovation. We've got a big set of jump outs on the course top on Monday, so um, we'll, we'll get them out of the way and then and then renovate the track next week and and um, yeah, pushing the track up from the Kyber Devil Stakes Day. So the rails out ten metres um, down the straight. Where do you think they'll be getting to? 
I think they'll use the middle to outside, probably just a touch fresher out there. But in saying that, um, we've spaced our rail movements out fairly, fairly evenly so that um, we've been able to provide fairly uniform wear across the track. Um, it's very tricky this time with rail placements because you don't want to create lanes where there's certain better parts or fresher parts of the track. So um, out to 10 metres, a little bit of marking around the turn um, and then even marking across the straight. So I think for the circle races, they'll, they'll edge off that inside in the second half of the program and for the straight racing, the middle to outside part of the course. Wind conditions? Wind conditions very still today. Um, so four kilometre westerly, which is um, the very calm conditions and probably would have liked a bit of wind today just to drop the dry the top of the surface off. But um, yeah, quite, quite calm. It'll be quite pleasant out here today. So after Monday, after you have those jump outs, so what's the process to get your track ready for the spring? Yeah, so what we'll do, we'll, we'll hollow tie and core the track, and that just helps remove the organic matter from the top part of the profile. So if we don't do that type of work, what it'll do, it'll just clog up any water and drainage. So if we were to get some heavy rainfall across the spring, we'd be quite vulnerable. So we want to open those core spaces up in the sand profile, remove that organic matter, sweep it up, and then oversow the track with some fresh seed, 250 kilo to the hectare, and then um, finally dirty drain and fertilise. So um, we'll get back to Maccabi Diva, we'll get back to near on 80-90% for that, and then moving into the Sunday and Turnbull meeting, we'll, we'll be getting on to 100%. So, um, yeah, really important work to ensure that the track's in um, excellent condition for the spring carnival. Well, we wish you the best luck with that, mate. Um, do you have a winner for us today? I think Horrifying might win again. We okay. got the money last time, so I think we'll, we'll back it up with Horrifying. Pitch stay in form and um, locally trained, so we'll go with Horrifying. Thanks for your time as always, mate. Good luck today. Thanks, Gareth. There's Liam O'Keefe. Let's head to Moe to catch up with Paul Graham for an update on the track there. Hello to you, Paul. Good morning, Gareth. How are you this morning? Good, thanks, mate. What can you tell us there? What are we expecting at Moe? Yeah, no, Moe today... Um... The Pano come in at 5.80, so we've actually, uh, we're on a heavy nine. Had five mil of rain overnight, which wasn't ideal. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, rail back into the true position. Okay, what about the weather conditions today, then? Are you expecting any rain? <laughs> it's not a great forecast. They're, they're sort of calling thunderstorms around lunchtime. Okay. Uh, and then and then showers in the Arvos. So, as we know, the, the Murray track can certainly take rain because we get plenty of it. Uh, we've, we've, we've just hit the half a metre mark for this year. So, yeah, we always get plenty of rain down here. Um, but it's, it's not a great forecast. And the winds are, you know, it's only 18 k westerly, so they're sort of calling. So a little bit like Liam, it would have been nice if the wind could get up a little bit. But at the moment, it's um, it's shockingly still. And the, the storm heads are probably building up just a little bit. Would you be worried about the meeting going ahead if that rain does come at lunchtime then? Ah, It'd, it'd have to be significant. Yeah. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm talking significant, significant, like 25 mil or something like that. And we're certainly not expecting that. No. Um, so, yeah. so just going to be a heavy track. They'll have to. Track, be tough yeah, to get yeah. Through. No, winter racing, and that, and that's what we get down here. And and as we said, the the, the track handles it well. So, um, yeah, it's just, just another one where the the, the horse is going to get his foot well and truly into it. All right, mate. Good luck today. Thanks, Gareth. Have a good day. Yeah, there's Paul Graham with an update there at Moe. Let's catch up with Stephen O'Day to kick off proceedings here on RSN Saturday Race Day. Of course, he's got a big chance in the Ori Star with shooting for gold. Hello to you, Stephen. Thanks for your time. Morning. No, no problem at all. Have you been happy with shooting for gold since arriving in Melbourne? Yeah, look, uh, very happy. He's uh, He did definitely take a couple of days to settle in. He's been here for the two and a half weeks now. Um, look, he's always been that little... 
excitable sort of fella. So, um, you know, it was always going to probably be the way that he'd take a couple of days to settle in. But since then, he's got into a really good groove. And, no, he's a happy horse. He's bright and well in himself. So, I'm uh, no, really pleased with him going into today. We haven't seen him since finishing just outside of the placings in the um, Healy there, Group 3 level at Eagle Farm during the, the carnival. But he's had a jump out in between. Were you happy there? Yeah, look, I was really pleased with the jump out. Uh, look, obviously there wasn't a lot of speed horses engaged in that heat and he uh, sort of found himself in front with no cover and, and wanted to probably get get on the bridle a touch sort of the first half of the jump out. But, look, he was still really strong through the line and, um, yeah, no, pulled out really well from it. Um, where do you expect him to be in the running down the straight here? Yeah, look, obviously small field down the straight can be quite tricky little races. Uh, doesn't look to be a lot of speed in the race. Look, he's probably going to find himself a bit handier. Uh, just purely for the for the lack of speed in it. So, um, you know, I just want to see him sort of relax well enough sort of that first half of the race. Uh, obviously, you know, these races are usually sort of run sort of, you know, they, they take hold sort of for the first half and then really dash home late. But, look, he is a horse that's got a really good turn of foot and uh, loves to stay nice and balanced, which hopefully that straight will allow him to do that. And, um, yeah, no, he should be strong late. How would you rate him alongside your stable mate Scalapini, who we saw here in the Bletchingly the other day? Look, I think up to 1,200 metres, he's probably the sharper horse uh, shooting for gold. Uh, yeah. I think Scalapini's probably better suited when he gets out to the seven furlongs. Um, look, he's, you know, he hasn't won a stakes race yet, but he's, um, you know, he's certainly knocking on the door to do that. He's got the ability to be able to, to do that. And, um, look, you know, he's uh, didn't have a lot of luck through the Brisbane winter. He sort of found himself shuffled back a long way back first up in the 1,000-metre race and then didn't handle a really wet track uh, when he'd drawn on the inside at the Gold Coast. And, um, you know, he set a bit of a task his last two runs, sort of having a circle of field. And, you know, he's probably a, a lot better horse when he can sort of be cuddled up and, and really save to show that last, uh, that turn of foot late. So confident, Steve, that you run a big race today. Oh, look, you never know until you have a go down the straight, you know. Uh, obviously, don't get exposed to that kind of racing. But, um, look, couldn't be happy with how the horse is going, and I think it's a race that he's, uh, he's certainly up to winning. you got a host of chances at Dubin today. Any standouts? Yeah, look, Ocean Treaty. Uh, she obviously was narrowly beaten um, last start, and, um, you know, arguably should have won the race. So she's going well. Uh, Hang 5 obviously runs into a, a nice horse for Tony Gollins. that's uh, obviously very short in the market, but he's trolled up well. Uh, to resume today. Um, look, they're probably our two best in business. Good on you, mate. Good luck today, Steve. No worries. Thanks so much. There's Steve O'Day, of course, with uh, Shooting for Gold and the Ori Star here at Flemington and he's best up there in Brisbane. Race 5, number 4, Ocean Treaty and also race 1, number 2, Hang 5. Dave Eustace joins us now on the first word. Hello to you, Dave. Gareth, morning. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Pelagio, what can you tell us about this uh, three-year-old? Impressive on the synthetic track at Ballarat. Um, your expectations with him today? Yeah, um, I think it's a really hard race to assess, Gareth. The horses all coming in off the back of maiden wins pretty much. And, um, you know, it's that time of year where they, they sort of they need to start stepping up. He was... You know, we thought he'd go to the synthetic race and, and, and win, but he was he was very impressive and, and the race actually did rate okay. So he'll relish the 14 and um, I think he's a horse that probably does just box around uh, below the, the really strong ones in the spring. So um, this is the sort of race to do that. Soft six? We'll be fine. Yep. Uh, yeah, that'll be fine. He's done quite a lot of training. 
um, on the grass up at Ballarat, uh, which will be a bit worse. So, yeah, it should be fine. Do you expect him to lead? Uh, he'll be there, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think he's fit and well, and uh, I suspect they'll all pop out and, and start look, looking at each other. Um, 14, Somerton, three-year-olds, you know, just turning three. There. I shouldn't think there'll be too many who want to make too much use, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be up there. I think the common theme for all the form experts is that if Quintello turns up at her best at Flemington, she'll be winning this um, race number two at Flemington. How is she? Yeah, she's 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 really well. You can put a line to her last start. Uh, she felt the effects of a tough run prior to that and, you know, just no luck in running. So, yeah, I think conditions with a bit of juice in the ground are, are great for her. Mark will be able to navigate the gate, hopefully. Uh, I think we'll just ride her where she's comfortable and and actually just allow her to finish off her race today. Race number three, Lord Paramount's been pretty good since resuming. Um, there's a, got Jamie Carr once again in that third race over the 1,100. Yeah, he, it was an excellent run. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he, he ran as well as he could over 1,000. He's just looking for a, a little bit further. Um, having said that, he does need to re- relax down the straight. He had a start there and his eyes lit up a bit and he just did too much. Uh, but he's a little bit more mature now mentally and Jamie should be able to just check him and, and get him into a nice rhythm with a little bit of cover and, and go run a really big race. Are you happy with Blue Cup, the former European galloper that goes around in the riverside over the 2,000 metres? And how did he pull up after that tough run at Flemington last start? Yeah, look, he... He pulled up fine. He's he's a quite a hardy horse who who needs work, and and we we just sort of up, we have upped his workload uh, somewhat. He just raced too fresh, not not fresh, but you know, he just jumped too well, and Jai wasn't like it wasn't any fault of his. He just wasn't able to get him back and and behind horses. So it looks a bit more tempo here uh, than the other day, and. And hopefully he relaxes better, but he needs to do that. Going uh, tinkered his gear around a bit. The ear must stay on, but he's got a set of pacifiers as well just to help the rider. And he's got a crossover on. So um, if he relaxes, he's a horse that can win this race. But if he doesn't, he won't. Yeah, Jamie Carr jumps on. So are you more confident? Or are you more hopeful and confident that he settles, or do you think maybe uh, those gear changes can do the trick? Uh, look, I'm hopeful if he, he settles, and if he does, I'm confident. But um, uh, yeah, he's, he's got to he's just got to put it all together today. In the staying race, you got two strong chances: high emotion and also through Irish eyes. What can you tell us there about what do you think? Um, how they'll go today? So, yeah, through through Irish eyes was. You know what happened the other day, and, and um, you know it was a big run from an impossible position, and um, it's in good form. I think he's going to take an awful lot of beating. High motion was great, uh, ran a massive race, fresh. Um, but I think the size will 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 be hard to beat today, and and um, hopefully turn around the result from, from the other day. High motion is. Got her uh, spring all in front of her, and although she's ready to run really well again, uh, I suspect she'd you know run away from being spot on. But there wouldn't be an awful lot between them.
Okay, each way chances in race eight. Um, Pam's on fire. Um, this looks a nice race for her if she can get a little bit of luck. Bill Shoes is a massive price. Um, uh, the price is, yeah, for me, uh, the, the better of the day for, for punters. Uh, it's a, a good run. She hadn't had a straightforward run into her last start at Caulfield in that we just missed a little bit of work through uh, one thing or another. So she strips fitter, uh, got a good gait. Soft six is perfect. Um, I think she'll run really well. And uh, turn on the chart. Yeah, he's yeah, he's frustrating uh, horse in that he needs you know he needs top of the ground and and isn't sort of going get, to get it today. We're still sort of working out whether we definitely run on him. Okay, is that the case for Piney River as well in the last? Yeah, he's going to take his chance. He's yep. you know he needs to run and he's in good order. So um, he'll, he'll have a run. All right, then. Cadre Dewar goes around in that third race with James McDonald on board. I know Ronnie Duffersey was keen on his chances yesterday on RSN Central's Metro Form Express. Um, your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think he's, I think Ron's right. It was a, it was a good run over 2,000. Uh, gets the 24. J-Mac back aboard. He's ridden the horse before, really likes him. Um, bit of ease in the ground. He's, he's good to go. All right, then you're thinking about whether you start La Chevalier as well? Yeah, she's unlikely, but we're still working that out. But she's clearly superior on heavy ground. All right, mate. I think I like the confidence with the, the former WA mayor. Bam's on fire, $14.340. So she's your your play of the day from your stable? At the prices, yeah. Yep. yep. All right, mate. Thanks for the, the insights as always, and good luck today. Okay, cheers. There's Dave Eustace there. 22 minutes past seven. You're with Gareth Hall. This is the first word on RSN Saturday race day. Time for a break. And then Trent Busserton, Lindsay Smith, Dom Sutton and Philip Stokes will be joining me. RSN's race day and the first word with Gareth Hall. Terrific to be with you on this Saturday morning. We're at Flemington. The highlight there is the Group 3 Ori Star Handicap named after... One of the great sprinters of the 1930s. And Liam O'Keefe's reported that we're racing on a soft six at Flemington. Five mils of rain overnight. There is rain predicted, but not too really late in the day. So hopefully that stays away. The rail's out 10 metres. No wind to report. So we should be staying around that range anyway at Flemington for this meeting. At a soft six, Lindsay Smith's got some nice chances there. And he joins us now from Warnable. Lindsay, good morning. Morning, mate. Um, Black Max, uh, were you happy with him stepping up um, in class there the other day at Mooney Valley? Uh, yeah, he, he was at Caulfield. But oh, Caulfield, he, uh, sorry. That's right, mate. you got enough to do. Um, he uh, was a bit slow in the stride, put him in an awkward spot after that. But as the day progressed, I suppose, being where he was might have been the best part of the ground. So um, the horse would beat him home beat him home fair and square, so you would think on a bigger track that the favour would be awfully hard to beat, but my horse hasn't gone backwards. Um, obviously, the change of jockey's not a, a, a an issue, um, so hopefully she can get him out of the gates a little bit cleaner so she can go wherever she wants and he can be on speed or get back. He's a pretty uh, laid-back cat, so, uh, yeah, no, he'll race well. 
Yep, so he stays at the 1,400 metres. Um, is that his best trip, or are you looking forward to maybe getting getting him over a little bit longer? Oh, no, I'll push him out, but, uh, you know, the races are there. You know, I can't invent any, so uh, that's where he's going. Kiss Inji goes around in race number four. Your thoughts there? Yeah, if you put a line through his last race, where I, I, I've got to be honest, I thought uh, trying to pick a horse would like a wet track, a heavy track, I thought it would be him, and he was... Uh, he was very uncoordinated at it. So um, he's already left for the races. So if it got any wetter, I'd not even take him out. But if, you, if you're if a pun and you could put a line through his last start, he raced against most of them horses. So uh, at his right form, uh, he, he's at least a place chance because he hasn't, uh, he hasn't won for a while. Yeah. He's at $26 and $6, but you've always had a lot of faith in him, Lindsay. Yeah, well, that's uh, you know, uh, it's uh, I, I uh, as long as I get seventy percent of the decisions right, I'm all right. So <laughs> obviously, sometimes I've uh, it goes pear shaped. But anyway, but um, we keep going. You never know. I didn't think Sacred Palace was too bad the other day, and he's at eighteen dollars. Do you think he's over the odds? Yeah, it was just maybe a stronger race, but he, he's uh, you know, uh, Dean said that he's. Uh, his sectionals the last little bit were quite good, so if he could get a, a lot more solid of a run race, you would think he's a, a good hope at them big odds, but I suppose there's three main chances and he's just hovering in behind them. So depending on how hard they go is uh, will help his chances, but I would I would say I would say that he's a great chance, you know, good good odds for the place. All right, then our expert on RSN Central's Metro Form Express, Peter Anthony is looking at the Belmont races, was keen on Coley. Can Vera get the cash for you in race nine there at Belmont? Oh, he must have a thick skin, that man. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he hasn't backed him too many times. I think Smoker Joe has a party gets on well with him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, that's what I was going for. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately for him, we think the same man, uh, the form man. But uh, And I think the key is... Um, the coldness out of the gates and just riding cold in one run. And um, it's not a strong race, but uh, I thought his last two runs have been the best that he's done for me. And I think he won the start before. He went out a little break. So um, I'm hoping your man knows what he's talking about. And English Heritage has got Paul Harvey aboard, race three at about $9. And the Thunderous goes around in Coley's race as well. Do you give them any hope? Are uh, there chances, but they're uh, they're uh, in their last preparations for me, and whether the owners take them to stud or not, I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know whether you need to be backing horses like that. There's better horses around, with all, right. all due respect. What about Uncle Lindsay? Is he telling us to have a bet today? Not really, no. All right then. Um, all right. I might have a dollar on Kissinger. Yeah, I'll have the all up place. Black Max Kissinger into Sacred Palace. All right. And Coley. Um, good luck. And Coley. Oh, now you're getting greedy. Oh, imagine have, having waiting for Coley to pull you all up. You'd be biting your fingernails. You'll be right. Uh, good luck. Good luck, Lindsay. Giddy up, boys. Giddy up, yeah. Uh, great to catch up with Lindsay Smith. Dom Sutton joins us, of course, the assistant trainer for Team Corstens, and they've got Divine Diva going around in the Mayor's Race, Race 2 at uh, Flemington. Dom, always great to catch up with you on a Saturday. How's Divine Diva? 
Yeah, she seems really well, mate. She's uh, come on from that last run at Sandown. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed she can get the same result again. Yep. Um, she gets a nice low draw as well. Faith and Brownie's riding in really good form. Yeah, Ethan sticks with her and she's yeah, drawn uh, almost perfect. Hopefully just sort of sit in behind the speed, get a nice soft, uh, soft time of things. And, yeah, hopefully she can be finishing off strong. Do you, what, are you, what are your confident levels with her? Yeah, she, she's she's progressing for sure. I think she's still on the way up. So um, obviously she's up in grade today. Um, but I don't see why, you know, she can't win this race. I think it's quite an even field. And um, I think with the progression from uh, last start, I think she should be uh, should be right in the mix. All right, then. she got a couple of runners there um, tomorrow at the Sandown meeting at Labrokes Park on the lakeside. Predetermined also Ravage Award. Your thoughts there? Uh, predetermined we're likely to scratch it. It just yep. looks a little bit, uh, it's come up a little bit hard for him. He's, he's a horse that's got talent, but he likes to, um, to choose when he puts it in. So I'm actually watching him jumping a few hurdles now just in case. Um, but yeah, we'll just monitor scratchings with him. Uh, and then Ravaged Award, she's drawn wide, um, but she's up to 1500. So we're likely to ride her cold. Uh, but again, we're just going to monitor scratchings. Um, you know, she really needs to be going out and winning now. She's been knocking on the door the last few runs, so uh, we'll make a call in the morning, just depending on um, sort of track conditions and um, yeah, the scratchings. All right, Dom, an update on Troy. Yeah, he's getting a hell of a lot better. He actually um, ventured up to the farm yesterday, so uh, he was up looking at the horses, and um, he said he felt really good for it. So I think he's well on the way to, to being 100%. Oh, that is great news, mate. Good luck today. Cheers, Gaff. There's Dom Sutton, the assistant trainer for Team Corstens there. Let's hear what Dan O'Sullivan has to say about, geez, he's got a smart three-year-old in Berkeley Square that's the $2.20 favourite with the tab in the first race. Yeah, he's looking to be quite a nice horse, isn't he? Um, he was very good at Geelong, and then um, at Caulfield, first time around there with a little break in between races and Barrier 1. Just a little bit of things went not quite right turning for home, but uh, he was still very strong to the line. So, yeah, he's certainly a progressive horse. Trent Bustard and Natalie Young's team's going really well at the moment. Trent Bustard joins us now to go through the team's runners at Flemington. Trent, good morning to you. Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Um, Prasemi and Arch and also Kuzak represent your stable, but you must have been happy with the the, the debut of Prasemi and Arch there at Sandown, this filly by So You Think. Yes, she sort of she showed enough at home, um, so she, she transferred that over to the race day, which is good. So we'll learn a bit more about her today. Obviously, it's a field of sort of horses with similar profiles. You know, one or two starts for a win. So um, you know, we'll, we'll learn a bit more about her today. But she's obviously come through the race well. Can't fault her, and looking forward to see what she does. She led there the other day. Where do you think she'll get to um, in this race? I'd say she'll either lead or she'll end up outside uh, Kieran Mars' horse. So it's yep. Norm 1. So, but Froggy will just work that out. But she's also it's got good natural speed. So yeah, up to 1,400 from the 13 will be positive and um, see how it pans out. Do you give Kuzak a hope? He's not He's not hopeless. Um, he's only been beaten two and a half lengths last start. And he's, he's just looking for 1,400. So, you know, it's not going to get any easier for him. A horse like him going into the spring this sort of big three-year-old step out so um we'd like to see him do something today but he'll run he'll run well he's he's, he's not not terrible but obviously he's at the odds 
What are your expectations with Flossing third up? Uh, he's actually just been scratched, so okay. hopefully he'll make the races Wednesday yep. at Sandown. All right then, mate. I'm excited to see what he's our Bonneville can do in race number six. I guess, what does Froggy do from that draw? Oh, you've got to do one or two things. You've got to push forward and, yep. and set, up, set up outside the leader, I guess, with... Uh, Looks, there's absolutely no speed in the race. I think uh, Brent Stanley's horse is quite a smart horse. It's obviously the favourites. Going to get up with Ollie in front. Ollie's always well, he's hard to beat whenever, but he's, he dominates when he gets up in front. Um, but whether that's the right thing to do with our horse or not, obviously he's, he gets back. He he um, you know hits the line, so we're there to win, obviously. But there, are, you know, he's got a big spring ahead of him. Hopefully, so we might not want to turn things around by doing riding him upside down. Guess you've got to go back, and if the race ain't run the soup, makes it hard. But he will have that big Flemington straight. Yep. So you're probably expecting Froggy to ride him in his normal racing pattern. And I would, and, I would suggest so. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just we'll watch out. Watch how the race pans out. Like I say, I watch how the races pan out before him. Obviously, see sort of what track pattern. But even with that, it's. If we don't do it today, it's probably the right thing to do by the horse going, you know, going forward, you know, yeah. with race races in the future. Because he showed plenty. What have you got a race in mind for him this spring? Oh, not really. Like he only still won a benchmark eighty four, so you're a long way from those big races in the spring. But there are a lot of races, and there's a lot of money around. So you know, I think he definitely ends up probably stakes class to watch the degree. Yeah, he'll tell us and. If he is that, if he is a you know genuine group horse, well, I suppose he's got to go back, get around them, and still be too good for them. But he's only third favourite, so the the market has a you know couple ahead of him. Should we have a bet today? Oh, I still like him. He's our Bonneville. I, yep. I think he's good enough to overcome it, that'll overcome do. the draw, and probably the pen. Yep, that'll do me, mate. Good luck today, Trent. Thanks, mate. Cheers. He's Trent Buster there, so he's our Bonneville, the stable's best race six. Horse number four. We'll take a break at 7.30.60 with Gareth Hall here on The First Word on RSN Saturday Race Day. That's a footy... RSN's Race Day and The First Word with Gareth Hall. Let's head out to Packerton to catch up with Philip Stokes. Uh, Philip, good morning to you. Indented ahead. She won nicely at Sandown the other day. Um, Can she step up again and get the job done in race two at Flemington? Um, look, it's definitely harder, um, but it was a good tough win the other day, I thought. Uh, she obviously loves the soft track, so softer the better. Um, she's probably an each-way chance, you know. It, 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 it's definitely a harder race. Yeah, up in gate one, she should be nice and close, you would imagine, as well, to the speed? She'll get every chance, exactly. So, you know, she goes in there, and I think, you know, if they have something she'll run well. It's basically a month in between runs for Lyrical Lad. Um, he goes around in race six. How have you got him ahead of today's race? He's in great order. Um, he's been racing in super form. Back to the mile last start, just got pipped at 1,700. Um, he's probably my best chance, and I think you're unavailable. Yep, and the soft six, there's no problems with him as well? He's, he's no problems on anything. Yep. No, he's a beauty, isn't he? And um, yeah, uh, you'd love to have a stable full of them. So he goes there in good order. And um, yeah, with the low gate as well. Where do you? He's gate two. Where do you expect Jamie to be? Oh, look, I leave it up to Jamie. You know, he's probably going to be midfield somewhere, and he's just going to have to, you know, get a bit of lucky. You know, he seems to be better when he's ridden with that big, big quarter of that pair back, and he shows a good turn of foot. Yep. 
And you've got Night Hustler. It's the only runner there at Murray Bridge at $11. Do you give her any chance? Oh, look. She's been there about. She's an... Okay, so she'll be going to start after this. She's an each-way cheese. So I'd love to, love to see her go out of city winner for the um, connection. Yep. What's your best? Lyrical lad. All right, mate. Good luck. Thanks for that, Philip. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah, there's Phil Stokes there. So, Lyrical Lad, that's a good push. Plenty of confidence there with uh, Philip with Lyrical Lad. So, that's race six, horse number five. They backed this galloper off the map to win at Caulfield the other day. Brent Stanley came on this show on the first word and gave here to shock a really good push. And um, he's been well supported once again in race number six over the 1600 metres. And Brent joins us now. Um, are you happy with here to shock, Brent? Good morning. Morning, Gareth. Uh, yeah, he's trained on super and um, hopefully all going to plans. He was he was uh, ready to go third, fourth up and hopefully get his rating up. Um, yeah, he steps out to a mile, which is probably preferred distance. It probably maps better though. There's pretty much zero speed in it. So um, hopefully it can be a, um, a crawl and sprint pretty much like he did last time. The money suggested you probably expect that from here to shock at Caulfield the other day. But did you expect him to win that easily? Uh, not not where he ended up. Um, without being too cocky, he's, he's a pretty smart horse. Um, but yeah, he was he was ready to be peaking third up, and which he you know and hopefully trained on. He's, he's just thrived since that. But when he went back to the inside, the worst part of the track, and haven't been the last race, the way he kept on sprinting to the line just showed me that he has got that little bit of class about him. So how good do you think he can be? Oh well, I've, I mean he's running three Group Ones for a reason. He's showing that kind of ability. He was. Um, he, he was he was end up being gelded and when they went to gel him it was uh, one was missing so he had to go on the table he's, he was a rig so um, hence why it took those couple of runs his prep to come right I mean heavy tracks were sixty two and a half um, only half fit he was he was still running good races but when he when he went to the races last start fit he um, he sought him out pretty easy last start so um, he thrived since I couldn't be more happy with him. It's not a bad race. I think um, I think Lyrical Lad's quite quite a handy horse. He's most consistent. Uh, uh, the horse of Trent Buston and he's that our Yeah, he's our Bonneville. He's a nice horse on the way up. I think he might need a bit further. But um, I mean, nothing nothing against the Lyrical Lad. But I think you know he's a, he's a he's a good handicap rated horse. But I feel as though my horse can go to um, stakes or group level. So if that's the case. I'd like to see him do the job against him like last start today. So we're betting again, you're telling us. I've already bet. All right, good luck, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Here's Brett Stanley there. Julia Sandu joins us because the awesome son, he's flying at the moment. Um, Julius, hello, you, hello to you. And are you happy with the awesome son when you had a look at him this morning? Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, really good, really happy. He's uh, nice and bright and he's uh, had a decent break between runs and um, you know he's pulled up great from his previous run so it was just a bit of maintenance work to get him through to this one and uh, he goes into the race in good shape. I guess you would have been happy with the report this morning from Liam Liam O'Keefe with what five mils overnight and we're racing on a soft six? Uh, always handy yeah I think uh, you know I wasn't overly fast the horse was one on a good track but uh, uh, there's definitely a preference with a little bit of give in the ground and uh, when it came up for five yesterday and uh, we had those showers come through, I was having a good look at the radar and, uh, yeah, I expected that it would be around the six. So um, it looks like it's lined up pretty well. And we all know the awesome son. I probably, I guess you probably wish he, he could jump a little bit better and put him um, himself into the contest um, a little easier, but he might need a little luck like from from that draw. 
we always need luck in racing. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, this probably you're right in terms of the racing pattern of the horses. Uh, uh, we might need a little bit more, but uh, Jamie knows him. We've had a bit of a chat. He's galloped him a few times, so he knows what he's got under him. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to back him into to be able to maneuver his way around. And uh, the horse is the horse. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, uh, well, I can wish all I want that things were different, but uh, I'm going to race him to his strength. And uh, he's told us time and time again what he how he likes to race and what his strong suits are. So we'll give him the best run we can, and hopefully he's finishing off uh, the race well at the end. And if uh, if that's the case, um, he'll be right there. Yep, and I'll back you in, Julius. You're happy. I think it'd be hard to beat the awesome Sun race four number fifteen. Good luck, mate. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. There's the awesome son, trained by a very good trainer, um, in Julia Sandu. 7.44, time for another break, and then we'll be catching up with Mike Moroni, Cindy Oldson, Nick Ryan, Peter Snowden. We'll also hear from Tony McAvoy, Sarbassan, and also Michael Friedman. RSM's Race Day and the First Word with Gareth Hall. Well, a soft six at Flemington. They had five meals overnight, and hopefully the rain stays away. It is predicted for later on in the afternoon, but um, we'll probably stay around that soft six range unless we get rain during the meeting. Mike Moroni's got a couple of chances there at headquarters on his home track. Mike, good morning to you. Star Avina goes around in the second race. Um, is she ready to fire first up? Yeah, she's um, drawn well, and the jump outs have been really good. A bit of a fine line to keep us sharp enough for 1,400 metres and also have a fit enough. But uh, we think we've done enough. So, um, you know, she's an older man now and she's uh, probably a bit more, a little bit easier to read uh, now. So, um, yeah, we're going to thinking that she's going to be a good chance. And what about Memphis, your former European Galloper, third up to the 2,500 metres? Um, what are you expecting him to do today? Yeah, look, she should really, um, this, this is really, the start of us having a good, decent look at her because yeah. she um, has really got form only from 2,500 metres up and a real marathon runner. So we're, um, yeah, going to be watching her with interest today because she's certainly um, yeah, up to a right trip. Uh, work's been good. She's um, seems to acclimatise in the coat and that and everything seems good with her. Yeah, she's competed over the 4,000 metres at Longshot. Um, so what do you think her range will be? Oh, look, we, we bought her to try and have her crack at these two mile races um, yeah. and then long term she's um, they, they bought her to go to sound actually uh, stud so to, to keep breeding the sayers so um, yeah look it'll be this is the first time she'll be of interest to us it'll be today because we knew the other races were a bit short for her and the last run was actually a good, quite a good run it was a real pass mark we thought so um, she, you know, as long as she goes on keeps on improving we, we um, can look forward to her in, in the spring Alright then shall we have a bet today Mike? Oh, look, I'll be the first one we have a bit on Memphis will be today. Um, this yeah. year, as I said, she's getting up to the right trip, so she'll be at pretty long odds. Uh, she's a couple of scratchings. Um, but they're both, they're both good each way chances, I would think. Yeah, and how's Tefane going? Um, will we see her first up in the Memphis? In the, um, at the stage. Yep, at the stage, going well. Um, she has a jump out down the straight on Monday. Um, and then she has um, another one more before she gets to the Memsey. But everything's going, going to plan at the stage. Um, we're happy with the way things are going. All right, mate. That's exciting. Good luck today, Mike. Okay, thank you. There's Mike Maroney there. Nick Ryan joins us. Graham Pope goes around in race number three. Um, can he win today, Nick? Good morning to you. Morning, Gareth. Um, yeah, I'd like to hope so. Um, 
Um, I wasn't too happy when I saw the draw, but um, I think um, we've got Damien Oliver on top, so hopefully he can uh, produce something for us. Does it make it a little easy? I know it's not the ideal draw, gate one, but when the rail's out 10 metres, it gives you more of a hope, say, if it was back in the true? Yeah, for sure. Um, certainly, um, that's what we're thinking. Uh, he's got the favourite drawn outside him as well. That um, might give him something to follow. But, um, look, the horse is in super order. I think we forgive run last start. Not much went right for him, but we know how good he is on his home track up the straight. So he's fresh and well. Um, um, if he can produce something like his two starts up the straight not long ago, he should be there about. All right, then. Who's going to be your number one seed for the spring? Oh, look, uh, I've got some nice young horses coming through, a couple of imports. Captain Joey was very impressive the other day at Bendigo, so um, we're very excited about her. There might be a couple of races for her um, that we can target. All right, then. And um, I know Nadia Horn was keen on reckoning yesterday on RSN Central's Metro Form Express. Do you share her confidence? Um, um, reckoning goes around there at Murray Bridge, race number five. Yeah, for sure. Look, he's a, he's a horse probably deserves to break through and win one in town. Um, being very honest, um, he does need a bit of luck in his race as he gets back. But small field today, Murray Bridge, the claim brings him right into it. And um, look, at, on form, he's probably certainly the horse to beat. And um, I couldn't have him in any better order. He's travelled over there good. Um, and uh, he's shown all the size that he'll run super. Is he your best? Probably reckoning. All right, mate. Good luck, Nick. Yeah. Thanks, Gareth. There's Nick Ryan there. Levi Kavanagh joins us now, along with his father. They have horrifying in race seven. At G'day, Gareth. G'day, Levi. How's things? Well, thank you. Can horrifying do it again? Yeah, we hope he can. Um, he's in great order. He's come through that run well. Three weeks between runs. Um, it's been ideal for him. A um, couple of scratchings today always helps bring the field a little bit smaller as well. So, yeah, look, we're, we're really happy with him. Um, can't fault him. Geez, I, I guess halfway through the running there at Flemington the other day when Craig Williams was just, he was basically on a Sunday stroll, you wouldn't have believed your luck. <laughs> I know, I know. They were, yeah, it was it was uh, a slow canter at that. And, um, you know, he got such a good breather there and um, just off he, off he went um, towards the end. And, you know, it was just, it was great to watch. I, I don't know if he'll get it that easy today, but um, it was certainly good that day. It was very windy. Um, in his last run, and along the back straight, I don't think anyone wanted to jump out and sort of tackle him on at the headwind, so it sort of worked in our favour with the wind um, in that regard. Yeah, sometimes that can um, scare a few off, really. They don't want to go and make the play or do too much work, and in the end, Craig was just left by himself. Yes, yeah. So, look, it turned out out a very good um, display. Back to 25, we don't think it's going to... worry him at all um and yeah as i said he's he's come through quite well he's in great order and um yeah hopefully hopefully he's right around the mark again today all right good luck thanks very much there's levi with horrifying and he's got that horse flying uh veron scover wasn't veron scover impressive first up there at uh, flemington the other day and cindy olsen joins us now to talk about veron scover's chances hello to you cindy morning gareth are you happy with uh, your galloper here, Vera Scova? She was pretty good at Flemington, first up over the 1,000. Um, what are you thinking about her chances this afternoon? Well, she's the favourite, so whatever I think, everyone else thinks she's <laughs> going to go well. But, no, look, she's um, she's in good order. Um, she's pretty 
um, sizable mare and you know, she's had a few leg issues over her career, but um, she is a good galloper and she showed that last time she ran. She just missed Bob on the line, but I was really pl- proud of her efforts. Yeah, and she gets to the 1,100 metres today, which you'd think would suit her a little bit more as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, she's probably got a bit more scope to go even a smidgen further if um, if her legs hold her up that long. And, um, you know, she's um, she's a, a, a pretty exciting horse when she's on song, and, and I think she's come forward from the run. So hopefully she gets some luck. An inside draw is never ideal down the straight, but uh, when you've got blokes like Mark Zara, they can usually find a way through. So that sounds exciting. Soundness-wise, um, are you being really happy with her this preparation? Yeah, yeah. Look, she had um, she had chip surgery after her last preparation, and um, it's always problematic whether they come back from that. But she is touch wood at the moment. Soundness she's been in her entire life, so let's hope she remains that way. That's a positive report. We wish you the best of luck, Cindy. Thank you, Gareth. That's Cindy Olsen there, so that's a good push for Vera Scova, who is the... Well, one of the favourites in that third race there at Flemington for the Mayors. Peter Snowden's got King of Sparta going around in the Ori Star, of course. He won the Bletchingly at his last start at Caulfield. Um, Pete, thanks for your time. How's he trained on King of Sparta after that impressive victory? Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Yeah, no, we're very well, very happy with him. You know, yep. I think he's picked good with the horse. First time down the street, probably the only thing uh, we don't know about yet, but uh, he's been doing, it, doing everything right at home and, and uh, a good effort first up the other day. You must have been proud of him because at Caulfield, because the rain came and you thought, oh, geez, the inside gate you don't want to be, and you, he doesn't want it any wetter, this horse, and he had everything go against him, but he overcame those obstacles. Yeah, I was watching, I wasn't there, so I was watching from home and watching every race, and I could see the rain coming and got the pen out after race four, thinking this is not going to be any good here. And, you know, I, but you just watch the races, though, even though it was raining, it was only light showers, and Watching the horses, they were coming from anywhere, front and back, and uh, they weren't sort of dipping and diving at all. There was, I thought they were still getting a fair bit of grip on the ground, so even though it was, it was deteriorating to a degree, I didn't think it was enough to sort of worry him, and luckily it worked out for us. You've got a good handle on this, so how do you think you'll handle the straight? Well, I think you'll be okay. Um, not a lot of speed in the race, small field, but, but uh, some, some good genuine horses there, and uh, no doubt they'll, they won't we'll be walking. But, uh, but I, I think he'll handle it. And going forward, it's probably it's a good good race to find out whether he does handle it or not because there's quite a few races to come later on through the year. And if he handles it well, that opens up a few doors for him. So he's rock hard, fit, no excuses. And the track winner six today shouldn't worry him at all. And um, hope he can run repeat races the other day. There's a few options for you trainers these days with um, the sprinting races coming up this spring. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's just. You want to be part of it, but you've got to have a good damn good horse because everyone is doing the same thing. So it's very, very good for racing, especially sprinters, as you say. There's a, there's a wealth of, of races in Sydney and Melbourne. So uh, no, it'll, be, it'll be great racing to look forward to during the spring. And you've got, of course, runners in Sydney as well, all over the place. What would be your best today? Um, I don't think I've got a, a best chance of King of Sparta in Melbourne, I think. Yeah. Um, but a few horses that got... Young one starting off at Newcastle or whatever, but I think he's probably the safest way to go. All right, then. King of Sparta and the Ori Star. Good on you, Pete. Thanks for that. You're welcome, Gareth. Cheers, yeah. mate. Superstar Peter Snowden there. Let's hear what Tony McAvoy has to say about his, his informed mare. Well, she was informed before she went out for a break. Last preparation, I speak of night passage. She goes around and makes Really two. good. She's a very talented mare. Uh, won her last uh, three starts. Um, She's up in the ratings now, Dan. She's an 82 rater, so it's a new new ball game for her this time. But 
she's going superbly and uh, I think she'll be really competitive first up and she'll show a bit of improvement out of her first up run, but uh, going very well. So she's $7.50 with D Lane aboard Night Passage in that second race at uh, Flemington. Let's hear what Sarbassan has to say about his star sprinter's chances, serious suspect in the Ori star. Oh, look, he's definitely going to be hard to beat. Um, as I said, I just felt that maybe he was that 10% fatter than I would have wanted him, but that's okay because um, he, he's, he's been like that before and he's run 185 up the straight on a, on a good track. So he can yeah. run time when allowed to run time. But he's coming off that freshen up. Um, whatever he does, he's going to improve again. But that, that's okay to be in that position. You know, we're very well weighted. We had 55 and a half in it last year. We dropped to 54 this year. We're sort of half beaten the handicapper. Uh, we get to just, you know, run, run along at our leisure and, um, and you know, ho- hopefully we're fit enough and we can just hang on the last 100. And the Missile Stake, which is the Group 2 feature at City, Forbidden Love, she's first up for Michael Friedman. She looks, you know, as good as ever. It's a bit difficult to properly assess her trial. I was very happy with the trial, but Huey made the comment after the trial that he said, you know, she, that definitely doesn't feel <clears throat> as comfortable on the poly track as she would on turf, and I think that was sort of subsequently backed up by sort of her gallop on Tuesday, where we were able to use the course proper, um, and she put in a, a you know a, a piece of work that I'm you know pretty pretty used to seeing with her when she seems to be going well. So you know all the signs are good, all the indications are good. Uh, she seems very bright. Uh, her fitness looks good. Sean Cosgrove, good morning to you. You're a happy man, a Collingwood supporter. You're believing right now, aren't you? Oh, have all the, all the entire season. Oh, Ever right. since I said at the start of the season, as always next year, I've just been a believer. Sean Cosgrove, hello to you, mate. What about scratchings there today, Flemington? Well, rail out 10 metres, shower, they're saying they'll probably roll in around three, they're predicting, and a soft six, now a total of 21 of them out. Race one, pull out one, Michelotti, number one. Race two, five, so say Angel, and seven, Moscow Red, five and seven. Third event, seven Rigel Star, ten Sunrise Ruby, twelve Starfield Impact, fourteen Sweet Zoo, sixteen Donna Natalina, and eighteen Cantina, seven, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen. The fourth one long arm, five flossing, seven Mr. Pickwick, twelve rolls, thirteen brawl, fourteen running cloud, seventeen Fangarada, and eighteen Spirit of Gold. One five seven twelve thirteen fourteen seventeen eighteen. Sixth event, 11 Orleans Rock, number 11. Race 7, 1 Dawn Patrol and 2 Southern France, 1 and 2. And race 8, number 10 Reckoning, number 10.